Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Christopher Terrence Jones. How are you doing? Hope all is well with you. Oh, lot has happened. Lot has happened. And I'm in so much pain just from moving. Moving has encompassed my whole life just currently. And trying to move over 350 bottles of wine. It's crazy. So we'll start there. But you know what to do. Share this podcast. Tell a friend. Make sure you follow. Make sure you rate five on Apple Podcasts. All that good stuff. And then we'll get into what's going on. So, oh, we moved. My cousin and I, we moved. And we downsized bedrooms but we moved into something more modern than what we had. So that has just been an, a, a, a nightmare in itself, trying to get the whole process together. And if I tell you I lugged so much wine, I lugged it, lugged it, lugged it, lugged it. And I was like, oh my God, I just want to throw some of it away. But you can't because it's just so doggone good. Oh, but in the midst of that, I went to see Olita Adams before we started the move. And you guys know that I love Olita Adams. Um, she just has amazing vocals. And no matter what's going on, um, she's able to ground me. And the day of me going to see her, one of my friends who I've been friends with for over 25 years, passed away. So I was really down, depressed, and just really hurt because there's so many other things that were going on around me. And I was like, wow, this is just, it's too much. And like I said, y'all all know I talked about it earlier on one of the earlier podcasts that I had had so many deaths and I was like God you know I'm just one of those that always need a break please just give me a break but I have to remember Alita Adams said it best life keeps moving on and as long as I'm alive I can make it if I just remember that life keeps moving on So, I just have to pick up the pieces, knock the dust off, and keep moving. Steven, I'll see you again on the other side. I will see you again on the other side. I'm going to miss you. Steven can play the piano. I met Steven early in the early days of the music and art, Edwin, Edwin Hawkins Music and Arts Conference. And we have been friends for years and years and years and years and years. And he's just been an amazing person. An amazing person. So I'm going to miss him. Oh, weight loss. Um... Over this move, I'm sure I lost enough weight (laughs) to feel like I can do just anything, just anything. Because, oh my God, moving from the third floor down to the 
all the way to the garage to load the truck. And that was, we had a tri-level. So this wasn't a, it wasn't into a, uh, where you had to go down steps outside. This was just steps in the house. So I was just throwing stuff down the steps at some point. So, but I haven't gotten with the gym thing and still sluggish about that. So I got to work on that. Um, over the weekend, I got a chance to go to International Smoke, Aisha Curry's restaurant, which if you don't know who she is, she's the wife of Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors. And so my sister had her pre-birthday dinner there and we went and I met up with a, some of her friends and everybody that was there. Nice, really nice people. Um... My review of International Smoke, I thought it was just okay. And I know that the price she's charging is because it's in downtown financial district, south of market. It's right there in the midst of everything. So, I um thought that that was a, it was okay. It's just okay. I'm not a fan. I don't think that I would want to return back. I don't eat ribs, so I can't give you a verification on the ribs. I ordered the cedar smoked salmon, which had zucchini and something else. I'm sitting there trying to think what it was, but the iced tea was amazing. So it was amazing. So happy birthday, Quandra Witch. Um, when I released this, when I, I'm not, when I release, I released this today. It's actually her birthday today. So happy birthday to my little sister. Um, and then, so while I was journeying through what was going on, I got a friend request from a young lady named Terry Love. And I was like, Hmm, I don't know her. The face didn't look familiar. The name didn't sound familiar, and I noticed that we have a lot of mutual friends. So I was looking, and I was like, hmm, I don't know her. And so then I started scrolling through pictures like I do most times when I go on people's page. I look through their pictures. And about maybe the fourth or fifth picture came in, and I recognized his face. And the face was Jean Love, and... Jean Love was a lady that I drove in my early days in the 90s at Berkeley Unified School District. And the picture of her, it got me so emotional. It just, it took, it took my breath away. And it began, I began just to reflect back on my early days of driving and I was young and there were all these older women there and these older women took care of me in my early days of driving. They were maternal figures for me because, you know, my relationship with my mother was really rocky at that time. We weren't even speaking. So I just had more mothers than I needed, which was a good thing. And so... I was there. I had these women to steer me in the right direction. And that was amazing. But one of the things that that sticks out about Jean Love is that one day I was on my way to work 
and I got a flat tire. So I called on my little Sprint. Not, no, 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 it wasn't even Sprint. It was Pacific Bell, which used to be the telephone company here in the Bay Area. Pacific Bell, PCS. I had a little mobile phone called Pacific Bell PCS. I was so proud to have my little cell phone, you know. I had it when it first came out, right? So I was I was in it. Had just transitioned from the pager to that. So I was like, yes, I got this. I got this. And so I called my friend and I was like, I got a flat tire. Can you come get me? Have you passed me yet? And that was Brenda Joyce Watson. And she was like, no, I haven't passed you yet. Um, I'll pick you up. So she picked me up off the side of the road. I pushed my car around out the way. And I went on to work, and I was just distraught at work, trying to figure out, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. Jean was coming in, and she was like, what you over there stressed about? I said, my car got a flat tire. She was like, okay, did you change the tire? I said, no, I don't know how to do that. And she was like, What? I said, yeah, I don't know how to change no tire. She said, you have a spare tire? I said, yeah, there's a spare in that. I'm quite sure I see it in the trunk when I open the trunk and put stuff in the trunk. She was like, boy, come on. Jean Love drove me back down to my car. We got that tire out. Took it back to the place. Dropped it off. And uh, was like, okay. Is it repairable? Is it not repairable? And it was a small. It was actually a small puncture. So they said it would take like two hours though, because they was backed up. So Gene said, "Well, that's all right. You will leave that here, and we're gonna go put the donut on for the time being and get your car here. And then after work, you can just come back and they put the regular tire on." So we go back, and we journeying back to the car, and we get. And I said, "Gene, I don't know how to change no tire." She was like, "I know how to change the tire." And I was like, look, I'm not changing no tire. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So Gene was telling me how to do it. And I tell you that first experience of trying to change a tire, you have to put your back into it. You got to put everything in it because I was sitting there like, oh, my God. Whew. Whew. I was out of breath. I was sweating. And back then... I was little. I'm quite sure the tire just dang near weighed as much as I did because I was probably 90 pounds wet. And I was like, wow, this is hard. This is hard. And all I could hear Jean would say, she said, find that inner man down in you. Find that inner man. There's a man down in there. Find that strength. And trust me, I found that strength and I dug deep 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 and I was able to get that tire off and you know I was proud of my little car because that was the first car that I had bought on my own my first car was an Acura and so my car that I bought on my well because you know somebody bought me an Acura my first car that I bought was a Toyota Corolla that I paid for so I was proud of my little stick shift so I was just devastated to have a, a flat tire now that we done got this fixed I roll on over there after work I go get it ripped to get the other one and it's back on 
And if I tell y'all a week later, another damn flat tire. I was right back. And it was so funny because it was almost in the same area. I was on the same street. Just a little. I was a little backwards of where I was the first time. So now, you know, I was a pro at it. I got out there. Flipped that bad boy. Had it off. And went on to work. Did my route. Took it over there. And the man said, well, you just need to get tires. I was like, oh, don't say that. And went on and bought new tires. I said, Jesus, help me. That's done. I'm I'm over that. Oh, my God. This process is crazy. So, just remembering Gene love. And it made me think back to Brenda Joyce Watson. <laughs> when I... Started having trouble when the transmission went out on my little car. Because, you know, transmissions, they like to go out. Brenda Joyce Watson picked me up every day and got me to work. Every day. And Brenda Joyce Watson was early. She was not one of those late folks. So, Brenda be outside my house smoking. And I'm still in the house trying to get dressed. But she was uh, on time. We're not going to be late. Well, I'm going to get you there. Get out of this house. Let's go. Let's go. I'm outside. Let's go. I was like, Brenda, Lord, smoke your cigarette. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm making my coffee now. I'm pushing the button so I can walk out the door. And so Brenda was from my days of Mayflower. This was pre-bus companies. If you guys see first student out there, Mayflower was the company before... Um, there was a company called Laidlaw and Mayflower. When Laidlaw bought Mayflower, Laidlaw eventually became first student. So that's what you see the big yellow buses out there that most say first student. So that was, oh my God, that was in the 90s as well. Jesus. And so, but the funny part about it is that when I was like 15, 16, and I was playing around in school, and wasn't going to school and I had got me a little job because my mother had been dating this guy and they had gotten married and it was just like unbearable so in the morning when she was thinking I was going to school I was actually going to a job I had got me a job in a warehouse so I was going to a warehouse every day to go work and uh work on an assembly line me and my good friend Demetria so we was going there every day doing that and my mother thought I was going to school. I wasn't going to nobody's school. I was trying to make my exit out of that house. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to make my exit out of the said house. And Brenda worked there. How ironic that years later, we would cross paths again. And so she worked on the assembly line. And I worked on the assembly line. That was funny. Then there was Celeste Fields. Celeste Fields was the the money the money bags of the uh, group. Her and her husband owned um, a nightclub, liquor stores. So they just had money rolling in, and she was just this 
person out here in the daytime doing field trips. She decided to do something different. And fortunately for her that, you know, she started doing it because maybe a year or so in her good her good old husband was cheating on her and just a whole lot of things happened. So Celeste, you know, was able to just go on. He did what he needed to do. And I'm telling you, the strength of a, a real woman, he dogged her out, took everything. But in the end, when he got sick years later, years later, Celeste took him in and took care of him in his last days. So amazing woman. Celeste was one of those that was like, we going, we going to lunch here, we going to lunch there, we be on trips, and she's like, we going to eat here, forget this, we going to do that. And she just wanted to be about experiencing new things. Which is always an amazing thing. Then there was Vicki Moore. Vicki Moore was the dispatcher and she eventually became the boss. She was the best of the best. Truly the best of the best. I'm so grateful for these women that were in my life. And I always have to pay homage to them because I probably would not have made it without them. There's no way I probably would be here today. Back then, I was wearing, you know, we wore leather leather coats. And, you know, you had the trench coat. You had the bombers. You had all that. Well, I can't even think of. It was Wilson's. That's what it was called. It was Wilson's Leather Store. And so, Vicky had a credit card there. And so, like I said, Vicky was our boss. So, Vicky would, would harass me. Do this trip, and I'll take you to the store, and I'll buy you something at the store. And so the ma- the majority of my leather, because I think I only bought one, all of my leather coats. In summertime, when it was like dirt cheap, they was like a thousand dollars during winter, and then summer come, they'd be a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. Vicky would take me in there. And she'd buy me something. And then she'd be like, okay, you got to do this trip. But when you do this trip, I already ordered this stuff from the outlet. So on your way back, stop, pick up the bag. It's already paid for. So I'm picking up stuff for her, running errands for her. and But, you know, I always got something out of it. They took care of me because it's like, don't you have a coat? And when she was like, Mm-mm, you need a coat, you need a coat. These women really 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 did for me and they were mother figures that I needed Trish Martinez Trish was the the, she was the one that was like okay I got you for the household stuff Trish would go win at the casino and she had been to my house she was like why you don't have this I was like this is my first apartment that I'm actually doing on my own that my dad didn't do so. I'm really here trying to do this. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. Here, we're going to get this. Bathroom stuff. She bought that. Kitchen stuff. Supplies that I needed in the kitchen. And, you know, that, like I said, I was a young kid trying to make it in the world. And so to have these amazing women come along and just when I look back, I'm like, wow. 
it's amazing that I have made it, that I'm still here after all these years, no matter what. Life really does keep moving on. You just have to remember that. And I'm so grateful to them. The memories of starting out driving a school bus. And I started as a charter driver. I did nothing but field trips in the school bus. So I didn't do a home to school that was foreign to me. So to now at the end of the stages to have to do a a route. I'm just like, oh my God, this is not what I wanted to do. It's not fun to me anymore. And just the tide of the new drivers who don't have respect for the buses. They don't have respect for people. And I was just, I was telling a friend, I said, always in the back of my mind, I was always worried about if you talk crazy to somebody, they going to call, you going to get written up. I was scared to be fired. But I was young. I didn't know no better. Now... I'm subject to uh, let you have it. You just better watch out. But, you know, then you were scared of everything. I mean, the people would say something and they'd be like, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. And I was just like scared. Well, those days have turned. Oh, yes, they have. It is truly a new day. And so... Once again, I want to thank those ladies. And I tell them all the time when I see them. I tell them all the time. There were a few more. Elaine Pecco was my boss at Berkeley Unified. Rest in peace. She was an amazing woman. The first time I walked in, I see this little woman look like she's shorter than five feet come around the corner. And she looking at me. I'm looking at her. And she was like, are you here for the bus drive? I said, yeah. And she's like, are you a van driver? I said, no, I drive a type one. I drive the big bus. She was like, oh, okay. And she's like, mm, you cute. Okay, I like you. Yeah, let's see if you can drive. I'm going to send you out with Willie. Willie takes me out, and I come from Mayflower at that time, and we had generic school buses. We had the, the Hyundai of school buses. So, <laughs> you know, if you know anything about Hyundai when they first came out, the uh, knobs would fall off, the windows would fall down, the glass would just be stuck. That was just like a common occurrence. The stick shift, if you had a stick shift, the stick would come apart. It just wasn't sealed in there properly. They did not do a great job. And so we had those type of buses. So like the heater button, it would just fall off all the time. And that was just crazy. So, you know, it was, that's why I call them the Hyundai buses. And we, I go over here to a school district and a school district bus has all the bells and whistles. Oh my God. This is like a a, a Rolls Royce compared to what I've been driving. And here I'm out driving this little baby bus which is like a little toy. And I come out here now, and this bus feels like a big old tanker. I'm feeling like I'm driving a submarine. And me and bus number two, oh, we start driving down the highways and the byways. Oh, my God. Such an experience. It was just so many memories. So many memories. And Elaine Pecco was like, I don't understand. You get to work and these folks don't come to work. I don't get it. 
And like I say, I just had a different thing. I was like, oh, my God, I got to go to work. Even when I was sick, I was still at work pushing because I just at that time it was just me. And I didn't know, like we know now, uh, oh, I'll pay you in two weeks or something. You tell your bill people you'll push stuff back. I was paying everything smack dab on time. Rent was paid on time. I did whatever I had to do to make sure that that was there. And that was, you know, how I lived my life. Coming up in the in there, I started singing in community choirs. So I joined this amazing choir called Ezel Ely the Third and Friends. And I had my church choir, which was Pleasant Grove. And, you know, the world is small. So when I was applying at Berkeley Unified, the lady that was over, trans, over human resources was one of the ladies from Pleasant Grove. So she used to see me all the time. So when I went down to turn in my paperwork, she was there and she was like, oh, I'm sending this right through. She processed my stuff so fast. So I'm grateful for, you know, just the people that God has placed in my life. And I started singing outside of the church and started singing in this amazing community choir. And we were going everywhere. Oh, my God. Ezel took us everywhere known to man. And we were the it choir. If friends was in the building, you knew we were going to have church. So the reunion is coming up. And I have to say it like this. I had seen Candy Burris say that she didn't want to mess up where escape was by coming back and trying to do new music because we've seen it happen with so many different artists and it just doesn't get that same effect that it had at the time before and I heard her say that and that's how I was kind of it's not kind of that's how I'm feeling about the community choir our reunion is coming up and I'm just not feeling the reunion I know it's great to see everybody, but I'm just not feeling it. And I that's how I really have to be honest about it. I'm just really not feeling that. Because it's just so much other stuff going on in my life. And I'm really about focused on that. And so, we'll see. I'll keep you guys up on that. Did y'all notice that Fantasia, there's a video out on on, I think I saw it on Facebook, where Fantasia gets surprised and the Walls group, which is some kids, I want to say they're out of Houston. And they're these amazing little young singers that really have dynamic vocal skills down to the best. They're beasts when it comes to singing. Well, Fantasia really loves them, and she calls herself a groupie, so she got totally surprised. They were in her dressing room waiting for her, and they sang to her. Just amazing. Made her cry. You guys have to see that. Oh, YouTube comments. What's happening? There was only one that I just thought I would bring up, because I'm about done. I done caught y'all up. I'm not going to do an hour today. I I want to take a nap. <laughs> I want to get some sleep in and get some rest. 
Thank you to everybody that follows me on YouTube. As always, whoa. I've been so busy, I hadn't logged in. (laughs) I had not logged in. So when I left, my numbers were lower than what I'm looking at right now. So I'm just, thank you. Um, I broke over 2,000 for the for my subscribers. So thank you for that. But the one comment that I did see that I wanted to talk about, and this is an old video. I mean, yeah, it is over. It's over a month. Um, and she calls herself prophetess something. Prophetess. I'm sorry. If you guys have left comments, I have been moving. And so that whole process right there has drained me. I have not caught up. I haven't been on like five days looking at that. But you guys know that the video was out about Tamar. Well, it wasn't a video. Tamar Braxton. I did a video about that. She was on. Oh, my God. Beyonce's my Tina knows. Um, page and she left that comment and that went it went viral so of course I did a video about it some lady um, decided to leave a message and talking about well, why would you talk about Tina Tina's a good woman and I'm like prophetess woman of God did you even watch the video obviously not because nowhere in the video Except for the beginning is do I reference Tina because that's where it started from. The rest of the time it was Tamar. And I was trying to find the comment, but the funny part is I think old girl deleted her comment after I responded back. But it may be here because there's a lot of new comments. I'm sorry, there are a lot. Oh, here it is. <laughs> she told me. I found it. Here we go. You need to sit yourself down and be quiet. Miss Tina is a true woman of God. You need to get the pool out of your own eye. And I'm reading just as it is before you go judging others. I'm so tired of people like you that spread lies about God's people. Be careful who you judge. Truth be told, you have no relationship with God to begin with. So how on earth and you point fingers at anyone? So... My question, and I didn't go left with her illiteracy because she don't understand how to write and she has no comprehension. I was like, what are you talking about? I clearly see you did not watch the video. This video is not about Tina. So, prophetess, something's off. Something is truly off. I don't know. Y'all know. But thanks again. You can follow me on YouTube at Christopher Terrence Jones. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Chris T. Jones, Twitter, Mr. Chris T. Jones, Facebook, make sure you follow my fan page because that's where I interact more. My personal page is really more of my family. Um, oh, I always say, um, y'all know how I feel about this stupid, um, the fellow's point of view is under construction, so... I'm going to take that down for a minute and we're going to, I'm going to do some instruction, but I'll still be here doing what I do. God bless you. God keep you. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Make sure you share this video. If you need to email me, email me at Mr. Chris T. Jones at gmail.com. I'm out. Peace.